Hello and welcome to After the Pulpit for the week ending the 16th of July 2023. I'm Ian Hawkridge coming to you from Somerset West in South Africa. And you're very welcome. I'd like to begin by reading a passage from Isaiah chapter 43 from the beginning of verse 1 through to the end of verse 2. This is from the New International Version. But now, this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Amen. Fear not, do not be afraid. It's a phrase that occurs somewhere between 350 and 400 times in the Bible. And in many ways it's a tall order because there are so many things in life that are fearful. So many dangers that we have to face. So many unknowns that we really do not understand. And yet God says, do not be afraid. Jesus said it too as he approached his disciples on the Sea of Galilee, walking on the water, he said, Do not be afraid, it is I. Fear is a very interesting thing, because it's used throughout the world to motivate people, to coerce people, to oppress people. And yet, it also has a positive side. In Proverbs, we are told that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. That it's a place where we can really get our perspectives right. And that we should fear God above men. Jesus says, do not be afraid of those who can destroy the body. Be afraid rather of those who can destroy the soul. So what are we to do with fear? How do we, how do we deal with it? Because all of us suffer it at some time or another. I have been walking around this place for some months now, and it's quite interesting to see the different degrees of fear in which people live. So often I walk past houses that have eight-foot-high walls and electric fences on top and cameras and heaven knows what else. And I wonder how people cope living with that kind of fear. What is fear? Well, fear is more than just being afraid. It's a reaction to some sort of stimulus. And very often the stimulus is such that we either want to fight back or run away. But what is the antidote to fear? Well, John, in his letter to 
the church in Asia says, perfect love casts out fear. What is perfect love then? Well, in John's eyes, perfect love is the love of God in which he invites us to dwell. And so I would really conclude that the way to deal with fear is to know that I am loved not just by other people, not just by people that I love, but loved by God as the most powerful force in the universe. And if God loves me, then I don't have to be afraid of anything else. Paul, as he writes to the Corinthians, says that even death is conquered through the resurrection of Christ. And that, in many ways, is our greatest enemy. Most of us are afraid of death. All of us are afraid of dying. And if God loves us, then dying and death become more than just a, an ending to a life. They become a gateway into this incredible eternal love that God is offering to us. I often deal with people who are fearful of everybody else. Their whole world is a me and them kind of scenario. Not just us and them, but the whole world seems to be against them. And they live very fearful lives. I don't really believe that that's what God wants for us. I believe God wants us to live in his love and therefore without fear. There are things that are healthy about fear. We learn to fear things as children, um, things that can destroy us, things that can injure us, things that can um, separate us from the people that we love. And those are healthy fears. But we should not live in fear. We should not allow it to become one of the dominant forces in our lives. So God says to his people, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I've called you by name. That's an incredible thought. God has called me by name. God's not just giving a general kind of promise to everybody, but he's saying, you are mine. And if I can begin to learn to live with that thought, then suddenly that kind of, of fear that becomes dominant so easily has a lesser place in my life. But I have to make time to hear God say that. I have to make time to, to listen to the voice of God as he says, you are my beloved child, and I'm pleased with you. And I don't only love you, I like you as well. And that's what's terribly important. 
I've heard fear described as the opposite of faith. And in some ways I would go along with that. But when we try and drum up faith in order to deal with fear, we end up on the wrong side. Perhaps fear could be described as the opposite of love. But then we try to self-generate love and try and develop a kind of warm, cuddly feeling with God, and, and that doesn't work either. I truly believe that love displaces fear. It pushes it to one side, not burying it, because fear will always be there. But at the same time, bringing us into a place where we can learn that we are eternally loved by God. And that is the place of God's children. I would like us now to listen to a song entitled, Do Not Be Afraid. It's just based on the words that I read from Isaiah earlier on. Do not be afraid, for I have redeemed you. Do not be afraid, I've called you by name. Precious in my sight, I have made you my own. When you pass through the floods, I will be with you. The rivers shall not overflow you. When you go Thank you for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next week. Goodbye for now.